you are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Friday show for you heading into the weekend. A little bit of Bachelor in Paradise talk. We're going to also talk about something I said yesterday in regards to charity season. We're also going to talk about the hard launch that happened yesterday in Bachelor Nation, which is something that I alluded to a couple weeks ago. We've also got Tom Sandoval sticking his foot in his mouth again twice. I'm sure you probably saw this. And then the question I never got to yesterday that I wanted to ask in regards to a television show that came and went, and I don't even know what happened in it. We'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. New episodes every Friday. That means today. We're getting episode number seven. It's a 16-episode season, but you got to pay to watch it. Go to comingoutforlove.com, click on bundles in the upper right-hand corner, and at checkout, type in promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. One of the best dating shows going right now. You'll really, really like it. Go to comingoutforlove.com, click on bundles, choose whatever bundle purchase you want to make, and at checkout, type in my promo code REALITYSTEVE and get you 15% off your order. All right, let's start with a little Bachelor in Paradise talk. No real new news to report in terms of spoilers as we're about a week away from filming ending on this thing. Hopefully, I'll have everything gathered up within a few weeks of a filming ending. Kind of lay it all out for you, hear what happens. But um, I know that one thing that has been circulating is the fact that some of these people that you think are down in paradise are posting on social media. So does that mean, are they still there? The biggest one being Rachel Reckia. She did post on an Instagram story two days ago. I can tell you that Rachel is still on the show. So clearly somebody is posting for her or she has some scheduled posts, but it sounds, it looks like somebody's posting for her just because when you look at what they posted, it was just a shot of her in a car. I don't that wasn't an ad, so it wouldn't have been some sort of sponsored post. But yeah, Rachel uh, is still there, and you know I will update you on original cast once I get everything situated. Like I know a lot of them, but not all of them because I don't know the exact amount they started with. As I told you, the three eliminated at the first rose ceremony were Cat Carter, Greer Blitzer, and. Brooklyn Willie. So those were the three. They've already had, obviously, another rose ceremony. And the men, um, I believe that was on Monday. So last night should have been rose ceremony number three. So hopefully maybe I'll hear some stuff this weekend. I don't know. Like I said, I never know when it's coming in. Um, I, I can never give you an exact time of when I'm going to get something. If I knew that, it would be make my job a lot easier. I just know eventually every season... I think it's safe to say, considering I've been spoiling for 14 years now, I think it's safe to say at some point during the season I'm going to get it. And that's the biggest key to me is just I would rather get it late and get it right than get stuff early and get it wrong. That's the biggest thing to me. So uh, I'll let you know on anything else that I hear over the weekend. If I do, I'll let you know on Monday. The other thing that I went over yesterday when I was talking about charity season is this notion of, well, we've now seen three of the men. There is video evidence of three of the men being in Fiji, and that is Xavier Doughton and Aaron Bryant. And while 
the Bachelorette ABC Instagram page did have a intro video, whatever you want to call it, for Xavier and Joey. The Xavier one clearly showed him in Fiji. The Joey one didn't show him in Fiji, but it doesn't mean he wasn't. And I brought it up yesterday, and immediately it was ran back to me that other people were posting that I said that Xavier, Dotton, and Aaron were the final three in Fiji. And if you listened, if you comprehended anything, I couldn't have been clearer yesterday. I said, I do not know who the final three are. All I was saying was that we have video evidence of three of the four guys that we know got a hometown date. We have video evidence of three of them in Fiji at some point. So, um, But if you actually listened to the podcast, I must have said three or four different times, I don't know who the final three are. I was just kind of throwing it out there like maybe it is an Occam's razor. Maybe it is the simplest explanation is most likely the correct one. It doesn't mean it certainly is in this situation. I was just kind of throwing it out there that maybe that's the case. But said it numerous times yesterday, like, hey, I don't know. If I knew who the final three were, I would have told you by now. I don't. All I know is what is factually out there, and that is we have video evidence of three of them in Fiji. And somehow, I the, th- the funny thing was, even as I was telling you this yesterday, and I said, look, this is why I don't want to say anything because my words get twisted and it's exactly what happened yesterday. My words end up getting twisted and what do you know? An Instagram account puts out there or somebody messages Instagram account saying, Reality Steve said the final three are Dotton, Xavier, and Aaron. And it's just like, did you listen? If you did listen, how did you not comprehend what I said? It was clear as day. And you know what? Yesterday's podcast is still up. Go listen again. It is clear as day. Last week when I talked about the, um, when I first talked about the Serene Brandon breakup and I was, yeah, I was a little unclear when I said that. Yesterday couldn't have been more clear, which was me saying, I don't know. So again, it's just, it's so head scratching. I think, I mean, look, I've been doing this long enough to where I'm, I'm very well aware that there are people out there whose lives revolve around me being wrong. They love it when I'm wrong. They can't wait till I'm wrong. But when other people are wrong, it's just easily dismissed. And that's kind of comical to me because all I'm trying to do is get you the right information. At no time when I have been wrong in my past, have I ever blamed it on anybody else? Have I ever not taken ownership of being wrong? I've always done it. So this notion that people just absolutely love for me to be wrong is kind of funny, but I think that says more about them than it does me. We had a hard launch yesterday in the Bachelor Nation world, and that was Kelly Flanagan. When I told you that a couple weeks ago, when I had the information that Pilot Pete was seen on a date with Davia Esther in South Carolina at the Zach Bryan concert that I had footage of, I said, you know, I don't think this is a big deal because I I had heard behind the scenes that Kelly had been dating somebody for over a month who was not Bachelor Nation. I knew it was I knew it was this guy. I knew his name, but I didn't want to say anything because she hadn't released it and you know my new policy on that. If it's Bachelor Nation dating somebody within Bachelor Nation, I'm definitely going to talk about it. If it's Bachelor Nation and non-Bachelor Nation, not my point to step in. Not my 
time to say anything because I have no idea if that person who's not Bachelor Nation wants to, I, I'll let them do it on their own time. His name is Ari Raptus. He's a CEO of a company called Teleria Transportation, which is basically a marijuana dispensary. Um, they they deliver marijuana to dispensaries. He was named a top 40 under 40 rising star by Marijuana Venture. She's, like I said, uh, I had heard a couple weeks ago when I told the Peter story that Kelly, I had heard she had been with this guy for over a month. She just hadn't done anything publicly to out him and her being with him. And when she posted a lot of videos, especially when she went to that wedding overseas, it was clear that he was probably with her. And then yesterday when she posted her hard launch picture with him, that was from a wedding that they had gone to, you know, a couple weeks ago. So um, good for her. Peter has clearly moved on. I think it's, I think the only interesting thing about this whole situation is them getting back together a second time and not one of them spoke about it once they got back together and none of, neither of them have spoken about it since the breakup. Like, I kind of all want to know what happened. <laughs> after Kelly threw major shade at him after the first breakup and he didn't seem to be too complimentary of Kelly after the first breakup, how did these two get back together and what made them think it was going to work since the second time what did this last? Two months? Maybe three months? I don't know. It wasn't very long. And it was almost like, yeah, we could have told you this was going to happen based on what you guys said about each other after the first breakup. Like, what? It would be nice to know. We're probably never going to get an answer because it looks like Kelly has moved on. She's happy. Good for her. But, yeah, do inquiring minds want to know what led to the get back together with Peter and then what led to the breakup with Peter the second time? Sure. But it doesn't look like we're going to get that. Damn it. All right, let's move on to talking a little bit more about Vanderpump Rules, in particular, uh, Tom Sandoval. Now, first off, I wanted to mention that I have not watched Wednesday's Secrets Revealed episode. I totally forgot about it. I'll get to it this weekend. If there was anything major in it, I think maybe we would have heard about it by now. But maybe there was some little tidbits in, the, in there that were kind of explained maybe it could explain the timeline a little bit better maybe it incriminated somebody I don't know haven't watched it yet I'll watch it this weekend so with that said let's move on to Tom Sandoval who <laughs> not got caught but he was filmed by TMZ walking out to his car for something and you know what these TMZ people do they just just pepper you with questions trying to get you to slip up trying to get you to say something and you know, for a guy who's been on a TV show for 10 years now and a guy who you would think should understand the media a little bit more, especially paparazzi, especially paparazzi who is looking to cover one of the hottest stories in all of reality TV right now, does Tom Sandoval not have a PR team? Does Tom Sandoval not have anybody telling him, look, do no interviews, Talk to nobody, especially jabronis that walk up to you as you're walking to your car with a camera in their hand. Just shut up. Don't open your mouth. Don't try and justify anything. Don't try and answer anything. Don't even try and be an ass kisser. Just don't talk, especially to paparazzi. How is nobody on his team? 
I'm sure he's got a team, right? They all do. How is nobody getting to him and saying, just stop talking? Stop talking about Ariana. Stop talking about Raquel. Just don't answer questions. Well, he couldn't help himself. So a paparazzi guy from TMZ got him coming out of something. And they asked him about the comment that Tom, uh, that Sandoval made on part three of the reunion show where he said, oh, yeah, you know, she when Andy asked, have you had sex with anybody else since Raquel? And Tom said no. And Ariana chimed in and said, well, actually, he has. And it was with me. And then Sandoval gives that disgusting line of, yeah, she kept her T-shirt on. It was really hot. Well, now that Ariana is profiting off that, selling T-shirts that say F me in this T-shirt, Sandoval's trying to correct himself and say, look, I wasn't body shaming her. I think people added their own context to it. I never body shamed Ariana ever. He said it had nothing to do with her body or anything. It had to do with someone being very unenthusiastic. Like if somebody wanted to have sex with me and I just unzipped my zipper and said like, oh, hurry up. I got to meet somebody for lunch. It was more about the unenthusiasm. End quote. As I said before I started this story, Sandoval, just shut up. Shut your mouth. You're not making this any better. Just listening to that answer doesn't make me think, oh, wow, we've really portrayed Sandoval wrong in the media. No, it makes you sound even more like a pig. Good God. Just be quiet. And, and the, funny, the, the craziest thing about all this is he was goaded by, like I said, some slapdick TMZ guy with a cell phone out of, you know, come, as he's walking to his car. Like, we see that all the time. TMZ loves doing that. They just hang out. Hell, for all I know, Sandoval probably called TMZ on himself so he could get that. He probably thought he was saying something nice by saying that. No, I didn't body shame her. No, it had nothing to do with that. It's like he wanted this out there, but he was going to go on and do it on his Instagram story or his Instagram page or whatever. So he probably called TMZ and called the paps on himself, which happens a whole hell of a lot in Hollywood. These people call the paps on each other, on themselves all the time. But to then get the paparazzi to get you on camera and then that's the way you defend yourself? From the comments you made, like, oh, she kept her T-shirt on. It was really hot. Dude, <laughs> he just doesn't get it. My God. I, <laughs> like I said, I, I don't know who's, I, I, I don't know who's coaching this guy. Whoever they are should be fired. And he's got to know by now, just be quiet. Then the other thing the paparazzi guy got him to say was... He, the paparazzi guy asked him about like, hey, Schwartz said he's not talking to you anymore. And Sandoval immediately shut that down. I was like, no, absolutely not. That's not what he said. You guys are taking that out of context. He's corrected that like five times. He's saying he was done talking about Scandoval, not talking about me. Like he didn't want to talk about the, you know, Sandoval cheating on Ariana with Raquel. 
He was done talking about that, Schwartz was. Not that he was done talking about Tom. But then, if you go to TMZ's TikTok page yesterday, there's clearly a clip. They show the clip of the TMZ guy getting that quote from Sandoval, and then they go straight into Schwartz on Brittany and Jax's podcast, where Schwartz specifically says, I'm done talking about Tom. He didn't say, I'm done talking about Scandival. He said, I'm done talking about Tom. So even Sandoval is completely confused on what's going on there. And he was clearly shown that, uh, well, he wasn't shown that. The TMZ TikTok account showed it. But yeah, I mean, this is, he's living in La La Land. And Schwartz even backed it up by saying, look, it's a bad look. Like, I understand he loves his band. He loves to go out and sing, but he's acting like he's done nothing wrong. And he's going out there and he's even making references to the scandal while he's on stage. He goes, it just and that's where he said, like, I'm done with I'm done with Tom. Now, does this mean he Schwartz is never going to speak to Sandoval the rest of his life? Of course not. But in terms of any close friendship, it will be interesting to see once season 11 starts getting underway and starts filming. Man, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see how they cover this. I can't wait to see if Raquel even comes back at all for season 11. I got to believe she will at some point, but she doesn't seem like she's in a good place right now. So I don't know. They got so many storylines they could go with. I'm interested to see exactly how the Schwartz and Sandoval stuff plays out because Schwartz seems to not want to have anything to do with him anymore. And he knows by associating himself with Sandoval, he's also excluding himself from the rest of the group. They're all still pretty pissed at Schwartz. They're way more pissed at Sandoval. But I think Schwartz has a way to work himself back into the group way easier than Sandoval does. I mean, I just, I just don't see any way Sandoval does. So how do you film next season? Who is he talking to? If he's not talking to Schwartz, and clearly Ariana and Lala and Katie don't want to talk to him, and Sheena doesn't want to talk to him, who's he going to talk to? What's what's season 11 going to be storyline-wise for Tom Sandoval? Following around with his crappy band? I don't know. But I can't wait to find out. And finally with this, yesterday I was talking about Temptation Island and The Big D, which are great shows on Wednesday night on USA. Go check them out. I, I think you're I think if you like like I said yesterday, if you like Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelorette and Bachelor, it would be really hard for me uh, to believe that you just wouldn't like either of those shows because they're really they're really well done and and it's something different. Like we haven't seen a I mean Temptation Island has been around. This is the fifth season of it, but we know how good it is. And the Big D, this is the first time we've ever seen anything like this. I believe in the reality dating world where it's nothing but divorced couples together in Costa Rica and. Some of them want to get back with the people that they divorced. So they want to get back together with them. And then the other thing is you have the ability to date the other people on the island that are divorced. So I can't wait to see how it plays out. Hopefully we'll get to talk about this a little bit more um, next week, working on something there. But it all brought me to remember a few months ago when this whole thing, I think it was on the TLC, MILF Manor. I know a few of you reached out to me after I brought it up because I was like, I cannot believe this concept. It's, you know, eight, eight MILFs on a show and their sons are the ones that are courting them. 
obviously the sons not courting their own mother, but the sons were the singles that these women could date. Can someone fill me in on what happened? <laughs> like, did it end with one of the sons literally in a relationship with one of the mothers? What happened on that show? Did it did it turn out remotely interesting, or was it just a giant shit show? That's what I want to know. I know it was on TLC, and I want to say it started up in about November or December. So I don't know when it ended, but if anybody wants to fill me in on... Were there any love stories that come out of this? Was there an engagement? Did one of these guys get engaged to one of the mothers? I mean, the whole concept was just totally off the wall and bizarre to me. But, I mean, reality shows are pushing the envelope because we're 20 years into the reality TV world and it feels like every single idea has been exhausted. Like, what is left in the reality show world that we have just not ever seen before? When I saw what MILF Manor was, I'm like, well, that's a first. I hadn't seen that in a, ever. But it seems like we are running out. I, I can't think of any new concept. There's there's probably offshoots of things that we have seen with just a little bit of a twist. I'm talking about something totally new. Like a reality show comes to our eyes and all of a sudden it is, oh my gosh, we've never seen anything like this before. I wonder if there's ever going to be a show like that again. Uh, maybe there will be, and it'll and it'll take America by storm. But it seems like a lot of the reality shows, even the solid ones that draw good ratings and are on network TV, uh, I mean, th- these have been around forever. These are the standards. Is there a concept out there that's never been done, at least in the U.S., because a lot of the U.S. reality shows are stolen from overseas, and they just make a U.S. version of it. But is there a concept out there that is just totally new? Like, everything about it is like, oh, my gosh, we've never seen anything like this before. I can't think of one. So maybe we'll see one. Maybe we won't. But can someone fill me in on what happened on MILF Manor just so I have uh, I can lay my head down on the pillow at night and rest easy? <laughs> and I know that something good or bad happened on that show. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe in Apple Podcasts. It's the best way you can support this podcast. Also, rate and review if you'd like. I hope you all have a great weekend this weekend. We're back Monday with yet another episode of the Daily Roundup. The Sports Daily is up in an hour from now. Have a great weekend, everybody, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you!